This program is brought to you by BibleWay Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 72 is going to be from James chapter 1 verses 21 through 26. At what point does simply living a good life as an example become just an excuse to not evangelizing? James chapter 1 verses 21 through 26 reads, Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. If anyone among you thinks he is religious, and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. At what point does simply living a good life as an example become just an excuse to not evangelizing? This is something that is very, very prominent in the world of Christianity today is people think that all they have to do is live a good life And as long as they're living a good life and people can look in and see the good life that they're living, that that's good enough. And they are not actually living a good life. They're not actually being the example that they're claiming to be because in Matthew chapter 28 and Mark chapter 16, Jesus said something very significant that goes to our example. And that is we are to go into all the world. In both examples of the Great Commission, the commission is to go into all the world. And this is taught to every single Christian living today. In John chapter 14 and verse 15, the Bible says, If you love me, keep my commandments. Therefore, we cannot live an example of how Jesus wants us to live without the example of teaching others or going into all the world. At what point does simply living a good life as an example become just an excuse to not evangelizing? You see, this is what has become the excuse. Well, I'm living a good life. People can see my good life and that's good enough. And it's become an excuse to be only that example and not go into all the world. It's become an excuse to not evangelize out in the world. So many people today use the excuse, well, I am just not a teacher, and that God has given us all different kinds of of gifts. But if you look at the places where God has given gifts to men, all the gifts that God has given always include teaching. In Matthew chapter 7 and verses 21 through 23, The Bible says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. For many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Notice in verse 21, it says, Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord. Simply calling Jesus Lord is not enough. We have to be willing to do the will of the Father. 
Jesus was willing to do the will of the Father. In John chapter 8 and verse 29, it says he always did those things that pleased the Father. If Jesus would have simply came to this world, but he would not have performed the will of the Father, then he would have <clears throat> not done what was necessary to be God's child, to be the spotless lamb of God. You see, we have to be willing to do the will of the Father. In James chapter 1, verses 21 through 26, again, the Bible says, Therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. In verse 21, it says, Lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness. We have to lay these things aside in order to be what God wants us to be when we have to be ready to receive with meekness the implanted word. Well, the only way for the word to be implanted in us is for us to study it and to get to know it and then to put it into practice in our lives. In verse 22, it says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. You see, we can deceive ourselves. If all we are are hearers of the word, but we're not actually a doer of the word, then we are deceiving ourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For <clears throat> he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, continues in the perfect law of liberty. This is not just the portions of the perfect law of liberty that we want, but it's the entirety of the perfect law of liberty. It's the entirety of what God wants us to know. It's the entirety of the word of God. We can't choose, well, I like this part and I don't like this part. At what point does simply living a good life as an example become just an excuse to not evangelizing? Too many people today, they simply do not want to evangelize. And so they say, well, my example should be good enough. Well, our example should be good enough, but it has to contain everything that the Word of God wants us to do. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 14 through 17, the Bible says, I do not write these things to shame you. But as my beloved children, I warn you, for though you might have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers, for in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. Therefore I urge you, imitate me. For this reason I have sent Timothy to you, who is my beloved and faithful son of the Lord, who will remind you of my ways in Christ, as I teach everywhere in every church. <coughs> Notice what he says in verse 16. Therefore, I urge you, imitate me. Be like me. Paul wrote many letters. He wrote 13 books of the New Testament, 14 if you include Hebrews, which we do not know if he wrote or not. But he wrote 13 books that we know of. He went on three missionary journeys. And here he says, imitate me. And he sent Timothy to these people at Corinth for this reason. For this reason, I've sent you Timothy who is my beloved and faithful son in the Lord, who will remind you of my ways in Christ. He'll remind you of what I've done, how hard I've worked, who I am, and you are to imitate me. So if we are to imitate Paul, and Paul was an example for us, and part of his example was taking the word to the world, whereas he went on three missionary journeys and he wrote three, <coughs> 13, I'm sorry, books telling people, how to live in Christ, what should we be doing if we're going to be imitating him? 
we should be taking the word to the world. It should be one of the most important things that we do in our lives. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 1, just a few chapters over, again he tells them, imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. Well, how did Christ live? He left heaven to come to this earth because he loved us so much that he wanted to be an example for us. He wanted to teach us the word of God so that we could have a way to go to the Father through him. So if we're going to imitate Christ, we have to be all about evangelism. We can't just say, well, my example's good enough and not do anything except for try to live a godly life. It has to include teaching. We cannot use being an example as an excuse not to teach. At what point does simply living a good life as an example become just an excuse to not evangelizing? Have we ever wondered why the church is dying in so many places in the world today? Could it possibly be because we have so many people that claim that they're not good at teaching that they refuse or neglect evangelism and thus nobody is taking the word to the world in romans chapter 10 and verse 14 how can they hear unless there be a preacher how can they hear unless someone is sent to them to preach the word of god to them in philippians chapter 3 verses 17 through 21 the bible says brethren join in following my example and note those who so walk as you have for us a pattern For many walk, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you, even weeping, that they are enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is their shame, who set their mind on earthly things. For our citizenship is in heaven, for which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious, glorious body." according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Notice again in verse 17 of Philippians chapter 3, Brethren, join in following my example, and note those who so walk as you have us for a pattern. Well, what was Paul a pattern to? He was a pattern in the sense that he lived a godly life, He called Jesus Lord, he did the will of the Father, and in so doing, he kept all the commandments of God, even in Mark chapter 16 and Matthew chapter 28 that said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. If we're going to be a true pattern to people, we have to be keeping all the commandments of God. We can't use as an excuse, well, I'm living a good life, therefore I don't have to go out into the world and physically teach people. People can look at me and use me for a pattern. Well, if they're going to use you for a proper pattern, you have to be keeping all the commands of God. You have to be living as Paul lived, going out into the world on missionary journeys. Paul went on three of them. And as well as he wrote 13 books of the New Testament trying to bring people to God. He was a teacher. If we're going to follow him as a pattern, we have to follow his entirety of what he did, not just the parts that we want to pick and choose. It's easy to pick and choose what we want to follow. But when the Bible is concerned, we have to take all of it. We can't just take what we want. In Philippians chapter 4, chapter over, verses 8 and 9, it says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Again, talking about using Paul as an example, in verse 9 it says, These things you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, These do, and the God of peace will be with you. Well, he taught 
the message. He taught the gospel of Christ. Those are the things that he that we received from Paul, but we also saw what he did. He lived the life of going into the world and preaching the gospel and teaching the gospel. Again, if he is going to be our example, we have to imitate him. We have to model our life after him. And that's how he lived. He lived a life showing people how important they were to him by teaching them and taking them the message of the gospel. Even when he was in jail, he'd write letters to people. He would write letters to churches. He was active in their lives trying to bring them to God. And if we're truly going to imitate him, we have to imitate that part of him as well. And that's the part of Christ that he also imitated. Remember what Jesus said in Luke chapter 19, verse 10, that he came to seek and to save that which was lost. If Jesus is going to be our example, and if we're going to model our life after Paul as he followed Christ, 1 Corinthians 11 and verse 1, then we have to model those things as well. At what point does simply living a good life as an example become just an excuse to not evangelizing? In 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 5 through 7, the Bible says, For our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance, as you know what kind of men we were among you for your sake. And you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Spirit, so that you become examples to all in Macedonia and Achaia who believe. Notice in verse 5 here in First Thessalonians chapter 1, For our gospel did not come to you in word only, in other words, we didn't just preach it to you. We lived it in your lives, but also in power and the Holy Spirit and in much assurance as you know what kind of men we were among you. And so it came in power and in the Holy Spirit. And in doing so, it came by their example, as you know, which goes back to that first but right there, what kind of men we were among you for your sake. And you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction, with joy of the Holy Spirit. And so again, we see at what point does simply living a good life as an example become just an excuse to not evangelizing. We cannot use our example as an excuse not to evangelize. Part of our example and part of our living as Paul would live or as Christ would live is taking the word to the world and physically teaching the world the message of the cross. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 7 through 9, it says, For you yourselves know how you ought to follow us, for we were not disorderly among you. Nor did we eat anyone's bread free of charge, but worked with labor and toil night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you. Not because we do not have authority, but to make ourselves an example of how you should follow us. Another, another example here in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 7 through 9, of taking the message to people so that they will see what type of people they need to be. So part of our example of living a godly life is teaching the message of the cross. At what point does simply living a good life as an example become just an excuse to not evangelizing? So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, 
As we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.